from the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. This is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, I, I been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Alan Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Ryan Fox. Hey, how you doing? Welcome to Tuesday. This is game time. Tom, Ward, and Ryan, we're glad you're along for the ride. We, uh, we've got local sports, your first word in sports, for the next couple of hours right here on ESPN Central Texas. And remember... If uh, there's something you'd like to uh, to share with us, we'd love to hear from you. You can call us if you like, 254-662-1660, or hit us up on the CNC Collision Center text line. That number is the same, 254-662-1660. And, of course, remember, after the broadcast, if uh, you missed an interview or a, or a segment that uh, you want to go back and, and check out, uh, you can certainly do that uh, on our uh, our website, and you go to SyntexSportsFan.com. Uh, we'll have the show up in a podcast um, probably three, four, five minutes after we, we finish up. So there you go. Uh, around the horn, let's check in. Ward White's, good morning. How are you? Outstanding. Ryan? Wonderful. All right. Here we go. Tuesday. Uh, I, you know what? I think I'm going to uh, buy a plane ticket for Ward White's to go to Las Vegas. Yesterday. Okay. Yesterday, <laughs> yesterday he says... That the Las Vegas, and that's hard for me to say still, folks. I'm sorry. It, it, L.A. Raiders is hard to say. It's the Oakland Raiders, isn't it? Well, yes, for, for us, us old guys. Yeah, old <laughs> men get off the yard. I mean, it was Oakland, then it was Los Angeles, then it was back to Oakland, then it was back, you know, come on. And now it's off to Vegas. I, anyway, uh the Raiders-Chiefs game really was, and Ward said it, said this is going to be a great game. It really was a great game. I know it was a divisional game, but how do you see this being a great game when you had Kansas City trending up and you had Vegas trending down, but yet you called great game and it was everything that that you said it was going to be? Yeah, I, it, those games, that's one of those rivalry games that mm-hmm. go way back in the NFL and – and when you have the Raiders and the Chiefs playing each other, they don't they don't like each other. Um, it it reminds you a little bit of old school football. They ran the ball last night on both sides, so uh, I just I thought it had a potential of of being a really good game, and it it turned out to be an excellent football game last night. Kansas City looked like they were sleepwalking in the first half, mm-hmm. and Raiders took advantage of it, got off to the fast start, but give give. I think the drive of the game was the first drive of the second half for for the Chiefs. Shoot, boom, go down and, and get it done. Well, I think the field goal right before half yeah, was, a good huge, point. was huge and gave them the opportunity to come out of the locker room and do that. I mean, that was, you know, vintage Mahomes getting in field goal range and then knocking down that long field goal. So that's a 10-point swing right there. You mm-hmm. get the field goal at the end and then you get the ball coming out. And But, man, what – I mean, but – Vegas had a chance at the end. I mean, heck, you know, you're on the road. And, the, and you know, when you look at Las Vegas, aren't they good enough to lose? They're just good enough to lose. And, and that's, I mean, every game, they, they, they're they in every game, but they can't find a way to win that game. It's, uh, 
Yeah, they're trying to find their way. I mean, you know, you've got you've got some new guys suited up for that team that are are making really big contributions. You've got a new head coach that's trying to figure it out, and I I think he's going to figure it out. I mean, they you're right, they're that close to they uh they just need that breakthrough game, and you know, maybe even with the loss last night, that that could have been it. Yeah, you never know what kickstarts you. Uh, what are we going to do about the pat, the uh, rough and the passer in the National Football League? I guess we're going to put flags on the quarterbacks. I don't know. That that was terrible last night. Oh and my goodness! Yesterday was awful as well. So, I it's an overreaction to the, the to Dolphins. Yeah, it, it it's an overreaction to the Dolphins not taking care of their player, and and, it's, and has nothing to do with the NFL but the NFL's overreacting to it. And I understand that this is a quarterback-driven league. I understand that the quarterback is the star of the team. And I understand that those quarterbacks are the stars of the league, but they cannot be a non-football player and play football. And that's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Don't ta- you, you tackle everybody else on the football field, but you can't tackle him. Uh, I, Did you see him grabbing the quarterback last night in some cases and holding him up and not taking him to the ground? Yeah, I, are you kidding me? It's not, it's not right. It's just absolutely not right. It's a disadvantage to the defense. Aikman, you, you've, you've put another disadvantage on the defense. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did because you don't. I mean, Chris Jones doesn't know what to do now. Chris Jones tackled the guy, stripped the football, recovered the fumble. And gets a 15-yard penalty for roughing the passer. And he even Stop put his hand on. down he to brace him. He did. He tried, to st- he tried not to land on him. These guys are doing everything. in their, They're playing football wide open. It's, it's a big boy sport that's a collision sport. If you don't want to participate, don't participate. But these guys don't know what to do anymore. It's, it's, it kind of reminds me a little bit of pass interference. You don't know what to do anymore. Yeah, if you touch him, you know, I mean, but Troy no, Aikman. Yeah, and this is much worse than the pass interference. Well, You're yeah, right. It is. It's an example of overreaction by the NFL. But, again, and, and I don't know you've if you, got to let them play the game. Yeah, Troy Aikman, Troy Aikman you know, the, the fans are – you couldn't hear the, the referee's microphone because the fans were so upset. And I get it. I thought it was a ridiculous call. Uh, and Troy Aikman commented about it and – you know, now he's catching grief for something he has said uh, within that statement. And, and come on, he, he I'm not sure that, again, I don't know Troy Aikman. I wasn't, wasn't with him. Don't know what he was thinking, but he said something to the, what did he say? Uh, anyway, I, I don't think Troy meant offense. I think Troy was basically trying to explain that you got to make the quarterback a football player again. Mm-hmm. And you, by what you're doing now, You've taken it and made it eleven on ten. Well, because again, you're gonna are, are we just gonna put a red jersey on him and, and it, yeah. pull his flag? Yeah, I mean, do you even have to pull the flag? Just we're we're gonna put a three yard radius around the quarterback, and when you get to within that three yard radius, we're gonna blow the whistle and it's a sack. It's 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 ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they're you know, and the referee said, "Hey, I followed the rule," and I don't disagree that you probably did. It's the rule that's wrong. Well, and, and again, they had the big meeting after Tua, mm-hmm. and they're overreacting to 
something that probably should have never happened anyway. Again, Tua's on Miami. It's not on the NFL. It's not on the game of football. That's on the Miami Dolphins not taking care of their own. Well, and they would tell you that it was NFL, NFL protocol uh, that needed no, to wasn't. be fixed. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. They avoided NFL protocol. All right, well, I mean, that's an opinion, and I appreciate your opinion, but that's what they're saying. It's that the I, well, NFL of protocol. Of course they are. Well, why would you protect Miami? Well, you're, you're protecting. Uh, that you're shield. Over, you're overreacting to what Miami did to the league. Miami, this is all on my Miami's at fault. They did not follow NFL protocol. They tried to hide it. They absolutely tried to hide it and get him back on the field. And that's that's wrong on their part. If they take his helmet away and don't let him play until he gets completely checked out by a doctor, I don't know. Maybe it happens the next time he goes out there. Who knows? But they certainly pushed him out there too quickly, and they tried to – overcompensate and let him play when he should not have been in the game. When he stumbled that first time, he should have had his helmet taken away and checked out, but he wasn't, and he was allowed to play again the next week. That's on Miami. That's not on the NFL. And they would tell you that they took him in the t- into the tent sure with, they did. With, 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 with doctors, NFL-assigned doctors, and took him into the tent and checked him out, and he passed the current set of protocols – there's no way. There is absolutely no way. I'm just telling you what they say. Okay, I believe you, but they're lying. You think the NFL is lying? I think the doctors are lying to the NFL in that tent. Yes. Could be. I think it's all on Miami. It's not on the NFL. It's on Miami. The NFL's reacting to what Miami did trying to protect the shield. But you would think that the NFL would then throw Miami totally under the bus if that happened. If, if well, it, if it obviously they're like not that. because now they're trying to protect the, the quarterbacks, overreacting. But, and they're changing NFL protocols for concussion, too. I mean, they, they've made changes in midseason, so they, they obviously know that something was terribly wrong. I don't know. Uh, but back to the original subject at hand, it is a, it is a, it is a contact sport. You've got to let – players play the football game those poor defensive linemen and linebackers when they're coming they don't know what to do if you hit them high ward it's a foul if you hit them low around the legs it's a foul where do you hit them where where, where do you tackle a guy you're not going to be able to for long where do you tackle a quarterback in today's nfl and not get a flag because Look, that's that's the Kansas City Chiefs football at around what the thirty-five somewhere. That if my memory serves me correctly, well, and, and it wasn't a violent hit. No, he did everything he could not to. You know, it used to be they try to blow him up. You know, you've seen that. You know, the blindside blast. Okay, this guy Chris Jones didn't do that. He, he like you pointed out, he put his hand on the ground trying not to land on the quarterback, and there was nothing. Absolutely nothing violent about it. I mean, it's a strip and a recovery, and it's Kansas City's football, and then the next thing you know, they're marching 15 yards the other direction. It was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And and I don't I don't I, I'm sure the referee was to, the white hat referee was totally correct in how he how he assessed the foul. It's the rule that's wrong. You gotta let them play football. You or do like you said, 
put a red jersey on them in a, in a flag or put a three-yard radius. Protect. I, I don't know what you do, but they're not playing football that way. That's not playing football. I mean, it just isn't. Again, and then there's got to be some intent, too. I mean, the officials saw what he did. He knew there was no intent whatsoever to 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 do anything other than get the football away from the quarterback and and make a play. You know, you could tell when a guy's trying to, you know, like I, we talk about it all the time with with the um, with the targeting rule. I think that's you can tell if there's intent. You know, and you say, well, that's judgment. Well, yeah, everything the official does on the field is judgment. He's got to decide whether it's holding. He's got to decide whether it's pass interference. And he's got to decide whether it's targeting, in my opinion. it's it's You know, if Ward goes flying through the air at you, Ryan, with his head down and he's wide open and you're not he's going to do some damage. But if he just tackles you because you're going to the ground – to avoid the contact, and he goes to – that's what drives me nuts. The quarterback slides, and then w- the defender goes to the ground with him, and you get a targeting call out of that. That's no more targeting than a man on the moon, but other than by the letter of the law, it is. And then you got a guy – and should a guy sit out a half a football for targeting? No. If there's no intent? No. Now, if there's intent – if you, you and you know when a guy is trying to hurt another guy, and that happens very rarely in today's football. Anyway, uh, final thought, Matt Rule. Uh, what, what when you heard yesterday, Ward? Uh, right, I guess about the time we were getting off the air, or a little afterwards, that Matt Rule had been dismissed. The former Baylor coach uh, had been dismissed at Carolina. Fair or unfair firing? Um, owner's decision and they can do yeah. that i mean it's their team yeah i i don't i don't know whether it was fair or unfair i think it was he gonna probably, get it done is my question no didn't not, look like it did it no didn't look like that didn't look under those circumstances that they were going the right direction no they weren't they were not going the right direction so i mean you, you might as well get it done and that's uh, what they did yeah uh owner david tepper he's gonna be the hottest coach out there in college football and that's where he belongs isn't it i think so and he I may mean, get another opportunity i he, don't know he's got a, a great track record of what he did at temple and what he did at baylor mm-hmm. and, and listen to listen to dave tepper's voice uh, th- this was this was not an easy thing for him yesterday uh these days are never easy um you know it's very human um times in a very public way um had a conversation with the coach this morning. It was short, cordial. He's a gentleman, a true gentleman. Um, I then had a conversation with Steve Wilkes and uh, named him interim coach and had that conversation. And You could tell by the tone of his voice that he was uncomfortable with the whole situation. Mm-hmm. Apparently he had great respect for, for Matt Rule and, but just felt like this was the time to, to turn the corner and turn the page and go a different direction. And you're right. Matt Rule will be fine. Matt Rule will find work whenever Matt Rule wants to find work. And he, you know, he's got options. He, if he wanted to, he can stay in the NFL as an assistant if he wanted to. Uh, I, I, I see him going back to college. I so mean, do he, I. He's going to be the hottest coach out there. And, and the jobs that are open right now, he could probably walk in and go, I want that job. And they would 
probably heavily consider him for that job. Uh, I just looked at Justin from on the CNC Collision Center text line. Uh, he says, almost as silly as defensive holding on a field goal attempt. <laughs> well, <laughs> don't disagree with that either. Uh, and, and again, I understand there, there's the, the safety protocols and all that stuff. But uh, I just, I just, that, that deal last night was just a joke. All right. Uh, and, and yeah, and you're right. Matt Rule will be a hot, hot commodity. There's what, three jobs that are open right now? Wisconsin, no, I Nebraska? Think there's five jobs open right now. What am I missing? Arizona State. Arizona Nebraska. State, Wisconsin, Nebraska. Wisconsin. There's three. Mm-hmm. What are the other two? I'm looking. What else is open? Are we going to serve as Matt Rule's agent here this morning? Get him a gig? I, I think right now. Uh, With his buyout, I think he could probably hang out on the beach and be very patient. Oh, yeah. I mean, if he wants to sit on the couch and make $40 million next year, he could. Could you see him as an analyst? One of the talking heads, Fox and ESPN? Yeah, I can. I mean, his personality screams that, doesn't it? Oh, there's no doubt. The other two are Georgia Tech and there Colorado. You oh, there you go. Now, whoo, you want that dumpster fire in Colorado? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, all right, so we're off and running. Here's what we got for you the rest of the day. We're going to get to some Baylor in West Virginia. Uh, we'll talk some college football with Shehan Jayaraja. Uh, you know what? That'd be a great question for Shehan. Uh, he was around here during the Matt Rule era, and uh, we, we, we'll we talk to him about that. Uh, and uh, we'll talk some uh, baseball as the playoffs begin, and we'll uh, get into some to some uh, other college football, and we'll just have some fun this morning as we uh, roll through a Tuesday here. It's uh, 18 after 7, 718. This is game time. It is presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat. He's Ward. He's Ryan. I'm Tom. Thanks for listening, and we're right back with more in just a moment. Wake of Lions football presented by Bird College at Ford on ESPN Central Texas. This is Tom Barfield. Join Johnny Tuss and me this Friday night as the Lions travel to Colleen to take on Shoemaker. Coverage begins at 6.30 with the pregame show. After the game, it's the Friday night high school football scoreboard show presented by Southwest Sports Medicine. Don't miss Waco and Shoemaker Friday night at 6.30 on ESPN Central Texas. So many chores and so little time. If you feel this way too, WC Tractor is here to help. We've bundled up the most popular new Kubota tractors with the most popular implements and created ready-to-go Kubota packages for your convenience. Stop by any of our Kubota locations and take a test ride in our new affordable Kubota L3302. Neatly packaged with a loader, cutter, box blade, and trailer. Think of all the tasks you can conquer with a new Kubota tractor package. Come by or visit us online at wctractor.com. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. 
Jennifer Grant Family Dentistry has been practicing dentistry in Waco for 23 years. Her caring staff prides itself on having over 135 combined years of dedication to creating healthy, beautiful smiles. Jennifer Grant DDS offers all aspects of dentistry, general cosmetic, preventative and whitening, and there's no need to be afraid of the dentist. Jennifer Grant DDS offers non-IV sedation. New patients are welcome, and most insurance plans are accepted. Jennifer Grant Family Dentistry, where you'll be treated like family. JenniferGrantDDS.com. Call today. Baylor Football on ESPN Central Texas. Does your truck need some love? At Texas Truck Love, they love your truck as much as you do. They're Waco's only authorized installer of catskin leather and the best in the industry, Aaliyah Leather, as well as the best source of hard-to-find original manufacturer parts. Unlike the other shops in town where interiors take the back seat to accessories and tent, Texas Truck Love specializes in interiors. They offer a wide variety of services, including OEM, seat repair, new leather upholstery, and aftermarket accessories, all at competitive prices. Texas Truck Love is just a Texas two-step away, located at 4793 South University. University Parks Drive. Check them out at texastrucklove.com or give them a call 254-313-2946. That's 254-313-2946. And ask about their financing options. Remember, Texas Truck Love loves your truck as much as you do. Brazos Golf and Battery is locally owned battery sales specialist in Robinson. They carry new and refurbished auto, commercial, lawnmower, marine, RV, and power sport batteries. And at better prices than any of the national chains. Need your battery check? Visit Tommy. He'll do it for free. They also carry new and used golf carts, cart accessories, and do custom golf carts. Shop local. Brazos Golf and Battery on Highway 77 in Robinson. Look them up on Facebook or Google Brazos Golf and Battery. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. At Metro by T-Mobile, you can save more now that you need it the most. Get one line of unlimited 5G for just $40, period. Taxes and fees included. That's the lowest price in prepaid. Plus, choose from the largest selection of free 5G phones from brands you love, like Samsung. Switch now and save more, only at Metro. If congested, the fraction of users greater than 35 gigabytes per month may notice reduced speeds, and Metro customers may notice reduced speeds versus T-Mobile due to prioritization. Video streams and SD requires eligible port in see store for details. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. Seven twenty-two. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, glad to have you with us. What do you guys think of Thursday night football? I, let me just tell you what I think. I like Thursday night football when it's somebody else, but when it's <laughs> I, I, I hate being out of rhythm. But if that makes sense, so you, you didn't play last Saturday. You're going to play Thursday, and then you're not going to play Saturday again. So it's two Saturdays. That you don't play football. Mm-hmm. And I'm a routine guy. I think football players and coaches are routine guys. Takes you totally out of your routine. How do you handle it? 
You have to because that's yeah. You just have to do it. Part of part of it. Um, you know, you you change how you approach the week a little bit and try to keep it as normal as possible. But you know, you can't you can't go and just ignore the fact that you're gonna you're gonna gear it up a little bit earlier. So I, I you know I I like the fact that they practiced on Saturday and Sunday and they'll dial it back. I was going to ask, did you like the fact that they, they made Saturday, Monday, and mm-hmm. Sunday, yeah. Tuesday, and yeah. so on and so it's forth? kind of what you have to do. And then, I guess, after Thursday, maybe a couple of days off and then resume Monday is Monday. I mean, I don't know. Sunday is Sunday. I back- think you come back in on Friday and treat that like, Sunday and and do the film work and the weightlifting and the running because you got to get that soreness out. Uh, so you have to do that on Friday. Uh, then you probably take Saturday off and then come back on Sunday and start preparing for the next week. Yeah, because again, you don't have a Saturday game. Uh, he he did meet as you mentioned. He treat they treated Saturday as Monday, so he had a a media availability. He being Coach Dave Aranda, and he was asked. Uh, what the focus on the off week was like? I think the underneath, underneath all of the whether it's schemes or techniques, I think there's a, a level of of immaturity or just youth that we're really working on on growing. And then I think for some of our vets, there's some complacency that we're working on um, on uh, getting rid of and kind of waking up from. And so I think you know the week was good in those respects. Um, you know, I think getting everybody on the same page in terms of, um, you know, where where we're at and what it takes to get to where we want to go, I think it was a good week for that. Every football team go through that? Lack of leadership, lack of maturity in some cases, some complacency from maybe the success you had a year ago? I don't know that every football team goes through it, but it's a – it's a slippery slope. What one of the? I just keep looking at like NFL teams that win a championship. Uh are they are they as committed? It's hard to stay on top. Yeah, is are they as committed in the off season after winning as they were prior to winning? I, I think some are even more driven. You just it's you just don't see a lot of repeats in no. any sport Mm-mm. because lots of reasons. The target, for one. Well, the target on your back and yeah. in, in professional sports, the biggest reason for that is free agency. I mean, a lot of those players get plucked. Mm-hmm. And so they move on for bigger paychecks because they were on that Super Bowl championship team. And, you know, you, you see a complete different roster a lot of times. So, you know, whether it be NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, I mean, that's just that's part of the game now. Unfortunately, so you have a harder time repeating than you did back in the, you know, 70s, 80s, 90s. You saw teams repeat because there was no free agency and teams stayed together and it made it a little bit easier. Mm -hmm. That's why I think for me, that's why looking at on the professional ranks, New England, Mm -hmm. that they're, you know, they were one of those teams that was able to be an elite team. They didn't win it every year, but be an elite team for so long. They won a lot of them. They they won a lot of them, but they were an elite team every year. 
Uh, I mean, you you know you, you didn't you didn't want to play them dudes. Well, they they had the best quarterback, they had the best coach, and they were able to fill in around what the quarterback needed. It's a good point. I mean that that was a heck of a combination, the Brady Belichick thing. And you know, mm-hmm. I know people like to go, was it Brady? Was it Belichick? And I I I think you nailed it. I think it was both. Right, I think, I think was. that was a combination mm-hmm. of those two guys. But, you know, you look at Nick Saban in Alabama. Everybody wants to beat Nick Saban in Alabama. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's everybody's biggest game of the year. It is. And and yet they still walk away 10, 11, 12 wins every year. Pretty darn impressive. Very pretty much darn, so. Pretty darn impressive. Uh, so, let, let's see if this off week – and again – I, 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 on ESPN on Mondays, they call it overreaction Monday. I, sometimes I wonder if we do the same thing. This is a three and two football team. That second loss came to a team that right now is in the driver's seat to win the Big 12, is a top 10 team in the country. And they played the heck out of them and had a chance to win in the fourth quarter, just didn't do it. Mm-hmm. That's one loss. And the other loss was on the road to a team that was playing their Super Bowl. I don't care what you say, BYU was playing their Super Bowl. They got beat by Baylor and Waco the year before. Uh, it was a chance for a future conference partner to come in. It was a perfect storm. They had 60,000-plus, and they were ready to go, and it was, you know, what was it, 2 in the morning when they kicked off, something like that? <laughs> it felt like it. I mean, there was a lot of things going on, and they got beat. This is a 3-2 and two football team that has an opportunity – Ward and, and Ryan to to have a still have a terrific year. What do they do with the next seven? And then do we look back and go, hey, I think we maybe pushed the button a little too soon? Or, you know, look, and again, last year was a perfect storm for Baylor in that they had a lot of those critical games at McLean. Yeah, they're going to They don't have them this year. year. That's the difference in this team right now is – They've, they've got to find a way to win on the road. Yeah. And I thought, you know, they took a great step in in that process when they went to Ames and, and, and beat Iowa State on the road. Not an easy place to play. The place, uh, they're, the place they're going tomorrow night, not an easy. I don't well, that's care. That's a tough place to play, especially Ooh. on a Thursday night. Nighttime? <laughs> I mean, Baylor's never won there. Like, that's a good point. So, and so, this year's not any different. You know, the environment's going to be the same, and – like just like every other team Baylor's played, they're they're the defending champions. So West Virginia is going to give them everything they got, especially being at home. All right, so we'll we'll have the game, and remember, Ward and I will be broadcasting live from Buffalo Wild Wings on Thursday at three o'clock, prepping you for network coverage with John, JJ, Ricky, and all the guys and gals at four o'clock. That's coming your way at four o'clock, and then the kick is just a little bit after six. 7 o'clock Eastern time. Yeah, I'm like Ward. I think I think them dudes are going to be primed up and ready to go. All right, uh, so, but one quick thought here on, um, you know, you just – we talked about Belichick and, and Brady. One one point is, as Corey makes here on our CNC Collision Center text line, it's a good point. 70% Brady, 30% Bill is his point. Uh, look at their records without each other. Brady has a ring without him. Bill's about 500 without Brady. Uh, Tampa – this year, <laughs> about 500. <laughs> I mean, they're, uh, you know, it's, it's not the same this year for, for whatever reason. 
All right, seven thirty-one. Uh, we were running late. Let's get to uh, let's get to the break, and then when we come back, Shahan J. Rogers coming your way to talk some college football. Right now, let's uh, bring in uh, Christy Scale. She's got the Cowboy Report brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Check them out today at richardcar.com. Hey, everyone. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. The home run hitter for the offense, who has the three longest plays of the season, is running back Tony Pollard. He'll tell you about his touchdown run in Sunday's win right after this. What does it mean to be a part of Cowboys Nation? At Reliant, it means powering the home of the Dallas Cowboys and homes of Cowboys fans across Texas and helping out when needed most. As an electricity provider, it's our commitment to every customer and their family. And it's as strong as our Texas roots. It's our promise today and for generations to come. Reliant, proud to be the official energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys. PUCT number 10007. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah's savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. It's the Cowboys' defense carrying the load during the team's current four-game win streak, but the one thing the offense has done is stay consistent to their philosophy of running the ball. It paid off in Sunday's win at the L.A. Rams when running back Tony Pollard broke tackles on a carry in the second quarter and scampered 57 yards for the second-longest touchdown run of his career. Every time I'm out there, a big one may break, but O-line did a good job for me. They opened it up, you know, gave me daylight, and then, you know, I just exploded through the hole, broke a couple arm tackles, Receiver blocked downfield for me and, and everything worked out. Today's the players' day off, but several are here at the Star helping host a youth clinic for special needs students. With today's Cowboys Report, I'm Christy Scales. The next time you need to rent or buy heavy equipment, remember West Rentals. At West Rentals, you'll find scissor lift, ditch witch, sky track, storage crates, skid steers, backhoe, power washer, jackhammer, jumping jack, and concrete trowels. Their goal is to meet all your needs from small jobs to large contracts. Locally owned and operated, West Rentals, 226 West Oak Street in West and at westrental.net. The only dentist in the Bosqueville Independent School District is Saddle Creek Dental. Since 2007, doctors Dodd Moore and Jacob Moore have helped patients of all ages while providing them with personalized, gentle care they deserve. They offer laser dentistry, cosmetic fillings, single-day crowns, Invisalign clear aligners, and dental implants. Emergency care and conscious sedation is available. Schedule an appointment today. Saddle Creek Dental, 10104 Saddle Creek Drive and at SaddleCreekDental.com. Good luck, Bosqueville Bulldogs. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, you locked yourself out of your vehicle, or you're stuck in the mud. Remember, Big Boys Record Service can help with heavy hauls as well. No job too big or too small, they do it all. In business since 1983, Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. ESPN Radio Sports Center. 
I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. Former Baylor head coach Matt Rule has become the first coaching casualty in the NFL this season. After a 1-4 start, the Carolina Panthers have fired Rule. The team still owes him over $40 million on a seven-year contract. The Chiefs outlasted the Raiders 30-29 on Monday Night Football. Kansas City is now 4-1, while the Raiders fall to 1-4. The Major League Baseball Divisional Series get underway today with the Braves hosting the Phillies at noon. Houston entertains Seattle at 2.30. Cleveland visits the Yankees at 6.30. And the Padres take on the Dodgers at 8.30. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Nobody covers football in Central Texas like ESPN Central Texas. All right, 7.36, running a little late this morning, but uh, better late than never. Welcome back into the program. This is game time, and we say good morning to Shehan J. Araja from CBSSports.com. Shehan, uh, good morning, and let's, let's begin with, with Matt Rule, the former Baylor coach uh, who, who got fired at Carolina. He, I think, will be a high commodity uh, in, the, in the college ranks. With the five jobs or so that are open right now, which one would, would best suit and best fit Matt Rule and in his style of coaching? Yeah, I think that he'd be a really good fit at Nebraska. Uh, just because I think that, you know, Baylor fans, of course, will remember when Matt Rule came in and during that introductory press conference, I mean, he almost, <laughs> it was almost like a revival in some ways, right? Just the way that he spoke to the crowd and the way that he kind of, you know, made people buy in. And I think that that's what Nebraska needs right now. They need somebody who's going to come in, who's going to kind of unify everybody, who's going to make them feel good about themselves. And then obviously from a pure football perspective, I mean, this is a program that loves their hard-nosed defense, you know, the historic black shirt defenses. And when you look at the teams that Matt Rule has has fielded at the college level at Temple and and at Baylor, of course, they've been really physical defensive teams. So I, I think that, he would be a really good fit out there. Uh, I think that they'd have the requisite amount of patience that you probably need for a Matt rule. And uh, I think he'd have a chance to, to be really successful there. Say, what in the world is going on at UCLA? <laughs> yeah, uh, I guess, you know, last year we had Kenny Pickett who kind of had his, you know, 18th year of eligibility and, and uh, hit another level. And this time it's Dorian Thompson Robinson over at UCLA. He's, he, I think, has taken a huge step forward. This is really what people thought he could be when he was coming out of high school. He was a borderline five-star prospect coming out. And, uh, you know, it was this ability to use both his arm and his legs at a high level that made people excited. And now we're finally starting to see it all come together in a big sort of way. Uh, and I think that the team also just all the way around looks a little bit more complete than it has in previous years. You know, I, I was worried after last season, this was a team that had upside, but I, I felt like wasn't quite physical enough. And this year, I think that they've played a, a lot more physical across the board. You know, we saw that, especially in that Washington game, when they jump out to that lead, I, I think that they've done a great job on both sides of the ball of just developing their roster of, of building more depth and, you know, this is kind of what we expected when Chip Kelly took this job, but maybe we expected it a couple years ago. Talk a little bit about the uh, the Baylor and West Virginia game on Thursday night. I find this this game kind of intriguing. I, I think 
Coach Brown and West Virginia kind of got their backs against the wall and they're backed into a corner with the 0-2 starting conference play. And and I find it intriguing for Baylor. They can either, you know, go to 4-2 and two on the year or, or become a 500 football team and another road loss. So I, I find this an intriguing football game. Yeah, if I remember right, I, I think that Baylor has never beaten West Virginia in Morgantown since they joined the Big 12. And, uh, you know, this has kind of been a little bit of a, a place of horrors for Baylor in some ways. You know, I, I think back to that 2018 game uh, that when, you know, Baylor was kind of putting things together and Charlie Brewer suffers a concussion, goes one of eight, and they lose by like 40 points. And, you know, that, that's kind of how things have been a couple of times for Baylor when they go to Morgantown. Now, the thing it'll say is that West Virginia is probably the worst team in the Big 12 right now. And if you're Baylor right now, you know, look, the two losses that you have are not bad whatsoever. You, you've played Oklahoma State, uh, you know, within 11 points and nine were non-offensive points. And you obviously play BYU into double overtime. But those aren't bad losses. But this is kind of the the kind of game where you have to prove that those were just losses to bad teams. It's not that you've regressed. It's not that you're going to be a middling team in the Big 12. Like you said, you lose this game, you move to 500, you move to 1-2 and in conference. I I think this is a must-win game in a lot of ways. And not only is it a must-win game, I I think Baylor needs to come out and have a really emphatic victory as well. So uh, a big one, I think, for Baylor. It's a a big opportunity. And, of course, everybody's going to be watching since this is a Thursday night. The Sooners and Brent Venables are reeling right now. And is it just as simple as Lincoln Riley leaving the program? Or is there something else involved in this? You know, I think it's it's a lot of things, right? So, obviously, Lincoln Riley, I think, uh, from a pure coaching perspective, managed to hold up a lot of that program. Um, and you mix sort of Lincoln Riley with the quarterbacks that Lincoln Riley was able to bring to Oklahoma, and that can cover up a lot of issues. But I think the other part of it, too, is that when you look at the way that this team is structured right now, obviously you have to look at the quarterback depth that's left behind. And, and I want to be clear, you know, these were guys that this staff picked. You know, these aren't guys who are left over. Dylan Gabriel, Davis Bevel, and, uh, and Nick Evers, were all recruited by Jeff Levy and this Oklahoma staff. These were three guys who were selected by the staff. And, and, you know, Gabriel's worked out okay in the early going, but those other two guys to this point ha- have been unplayable. And uh, and I think uh, – and also, by the way, General Booty as well. So all four quarterbacks on Oklahoma's roster were recruited by the staff. Um, you know, I, I think the other thing too, right, is you have to look at sort of, you know, schematically what, what's going on here. These, these players have regressed. There are guys who are on the roster last year who played at a pretty high level who are not playing like that right now. I'd point to somebody like David Aguebu, the, the linebacker on, on defense. I'd point to cornerback Woody Washington. These were guys who were supposed to be strengths of this Oklahoma defense, and, and they haven't played very well at all. And, you know, at a certain point, when guys are regressing, when they aren't knowing their roles, that's just straight up on coaching. That's straight up on guys not knowing what to do. That's about guys not knowing their jobs. And, uh, and so I think that, you know, yes, this was a roster that, that had some issues because some players left. But this was also, I, I mean, another thing to mention is that they lost seven guys to the NFL draft as well. So, you know, it, it was a little bit of a depleted roster. And I think that Brent Venables and his staff have done nothing, uh, both, you know, with the transfers that they brought in, many of whom haven't panned out, uh, and also with developing the guys on the roster. I, I don't think they've done a good job at all of maximizing even what they have, and, and they obviously had disadvantages when they came in. Shayhan Jayarajah, CBSSports.com, our guest. Shayhan, what do you make of the Big 12? Is this good for the league? 
Uh, it may not be good in the in the sense of getting a team to into the Final Four, but it, the, the, the parity top to bottom and, and really not knowing from day to day who's going to do what, uh, is, is this good for the conference right now? I think it's good for the conference on the perspective of I, I think that right now, um, you know, I think that the stat is if you look at ESPN's SP Plus rating, every team in the Big 12 right now is in the top 55, which is, Unbelievable. I mean, that's not something that happens uh, when, when you're talking about an individual conference. You know, for example, you know, the, the Pac-12 uh, with, with Colorado, right, they have teams that are probably in the 80s and 90s or even into the hundreds, right? Kansas historically has even been as low as the hundreds. So, I mean, to, to have that many teams be not just top half, but like firmly top half is pretty crazy and pretty unbelievable. And I think you look at the rankings right now, the, the biggest indicator, because like you said, I, I don't think that the Big 12 is going to get a team to the playoff. I think it's just going to be a little bit too much of a meat grinder. But I, I think one of the best indicators you can look at is the rankings. And, uh, you know, the fact that so many Big 12 teams have come through the rankings and have gotten that respect and have gotten that recognition, I, I think that that's a huge thing for the league. You know, because I, I – uh, you know, one of my bold predictions before the season, you know, we did our Big 12 preview article was I thought that there would have a chance to be up to three teams in the top 10 to 15 from the Big 12, even though there wouldn't be a playoff team and neither would be Texas or Oklahoma. Well, you know, Texas right now looks like they might have a chance to play their way up if things keep going the way they're going. But, you know, I think that there are other teams, too. I think you look at TCU. I think you look at Oklahoma State. I think you look at Kansas State. And by the way, I, I definitely don't think that Baylor is out of this conversation either. So the fact that there are so many of these teams that are in that top 25 conversation, I think it's huge credibility. And the other thing, too, that you have to mention is that you look at the four other teams that are going to be joining the league. You know, BYU uh, f fell out after losing to Notre Dame last week. But, uh, you know, BYU's been a consistent top 15 to 20 team for most of this season. Cincinnati's in the rankings again. You know, UCF has been playing pretty well this year. And Houston's been disappointing, but people know what they can do. So I, I think the fact that there are so many teams that are in that top 25 conversation really does bring credibility to the league. And even though it won't pay off in a playoff appearance this year, I think it does increase the value of the league. With Alabama struggling to, to knock off Texas A&M, did that just make the rope for Jimbo Fisher a little bit longer or teams or fans more tolerant now that they showed a little bit of life against Alabama? Well, I think that yes is, is the short answer, but they have to do, keep doing it from here. This can't be a one-time aberration like it was last season where, you know, they play one good game and then they want everybody to kind of think that's enough. And with the way that Texas A&M is right now, I mean, they're 3-3 they're three and three right now. They have a lot of tough games remaining on the schedule. Uh, you know, if this, if this team is – barely a bowl team if they go six and six or you know god forbid even a five and seven or something like that with this roster uh, nearly beating Alabama I don't think will be enough to keep people happy now you know I think that people loved that they saw the vision that they saw this team come together they said see this is what we're able to do this is what we have the potential to do but you know, potential only takes you so far, especially when you did beat Alabama last season. So, the the, the rope is definitely a little longer for Jimbo Fisher. But I, I think that there are still some fundamental changes that people want to see come to College Station, and most of all, I think they want a play calling offensive coordinator to come along. USC plays Utah uh, this week. Does does Utah raise up and in, in, in challenge 
the uh, the Trojans? I think they do. You know, one thing that, that I think we've seen so far this season is that USC is a different team when they are physically challenged, when they are, uh, you know, when, when there are teams that are willing to kind of play tough with them that are willing to, to rough them up a little bit. Uh, and especially when there are teams that can get pressure on Caleb Williams, you know, you look at Caleb Williams stats when he's pressured versus when he's not pressured. And they're some of the widest disparity I've seen, you know, in a long time, he completes like over 70% of his passes when he's not pressured. And he completes about 40% of his passes when he is pressured. So, you know, uh, Utah's a team that's going to be able to get some pressure on him. They have some really good cornerback that I think can maybe man up those receivers a little bit. And offensively, you know, this is, again, a, a very physical team that I, I think has the ability to move the ball, hold on to the ball, cause some issues for this USC defense. And, you know, the USC defense has been very built around forcing turnovers and getting uh, sort of uh, chunk plays and, you know, things like that. And, and I think that when you look at this Utah team, this is more of the sort of efficient – uh, you know, make no mistakes type offense that that maybe could cause USC some issues. Now, I think you had to feel a lot more excited about this game last week before Utah, of course, goes and loses to UCLA. But I do think it's going to be a good matchup. I, I think that before last week, I would have said that I think that Utah is the favorite. I, I think USC is probably the favorite right now. I don't know exactly what to think about what Utah is right now, but it, it's going to be a really competitive game. And I think that in some ways, this could be a play-in game to the Pac-12 championship game. Could USC, if they get past Utah and uh, and UCLA later in the year, and take care of their business in the others, Arizona, Cal, and, and whatever they got left, could they leapfrog enough teams to get into that uh, that top four? Oh, most definitely. I think that right now, if you had to ask me, just you know, if if you said, hey, you know. Alabama and Georgia, they're going to play at the end of the year, you know, and, and Alabama and Georgia both look vulnerable at different points. I think that there's a pretty good chance that one of those two teams plays itself out with an SEC championship game. And, you know, so if you're in a position where you're a 13 and 0 or 12 and one USC, I mean, I think you have to be in that conversation and I think you have to be in that top group. Now, Ohio State, if they stay undefeated, of course, is going to be a lock. The winner of Alabama, Georgia is going to be a lock. And Clemson looks pretty good right now. But the thing that I will say is that I, I think that Clemson has looked even maybe a little shakier than uh, than USC at points. And so I think that then you're starting to compare resumes and starting to compare wins. And, and I think that USC will match up pretty favorably. Uh, and, and again, you know, obviously, if, if either of them loses the game or doesn't, I think that's going to, you know, impact the conversation a little bit. But but I definitely think that if USC goes 13-0, and 12-1, they're going to have a very good chance to be in that top four. And I, I think that, you know, heading into the year, this is kind of what people thought they could be. They, they've been a little shakier at times than I think that that projections would have them, but uh, they found ways to win games, and that's really what matters. Shayhan, what do you got for us on CBSSports.com? Yeah, so I'm working on a story right now about uh, about TCU, so that'll be out in the next couple of days, and, and I'll actually be over at TCU this weekend for TCU versus Oklahoma State, so that should be a lot of fun, and I also have a column up right now on both, uh, actually a couple columns, one on Matt Rule and why I think that he would be a really good fit for Nebraska, and then I've got another column as well on Brent Venables and, and kind of just contextualizing how things have gone through these first couple of games. And uh, the short answer is not good, but check those out at cbsports.com. Jayhan, as always, it is a pleasure, man. We appreciate your time. Great insight. 
Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Have a great day. Shehan Jayaraja, CBSSports.com. Love our weekly visit with him. 7.51. Coming up at 3 this afternoon, it is the John Morris Show. And John's going to have Josh Lutie, the former Baylor Bear, uh, Baylor catcher. What a tremendous player Josh Lutie was for the Bears. Uh, and uh, he's a Big 12 Player of the Year and and a member of the BU soon to be a member of the BU Athletics Hall of Fame. He'll be inducted, and uh, that'll be uh, good stuff there. So, looking forward to Josh Lutie, uh, former Baylor BU baseball Big 12 Player of the Year and BU Athletics Hall of Famer on the uh, John Moore Show. So, good stuff there. Uh, then Matt Mosley is coming your way at four. Speaking of John, he's here with today's Baylor Sports Beat program. The Bears back in action this Thursday, headed to Morgantown to take on the West Virginia Mountaineers. 4 p.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show, live from Morgantown. 6.15 p.m. kickoff with John, JJ, and Ricky. It's Baylor and West Virginia this Thursday, here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. Montgomery Construction and Roofing is a second-generation roofing company located in Lorena. Montgomery Construction and Roofing offers commercial and residential roofing, such as shingles, metal roofing, TPO, gutters, roofing repairs, and replacements. Give Montgomery Construction and Roofing a call at 254-655-1024. That's 254-655-1024. Or visit their website, RoofsTexas.com, for a free roof inspection. Montgomery Construction and Roofing proudly supports the Lorena Leopards. You know that guy that walks around with pants that are just a little too short? And he's wearing brand new loafers, but no socks? Then he crosses his legs right across from you, and you have to look at his bare ankles. Ugh. Well, that's what it's like to drive your truck around without any step bars. Hi, Jay from Pickup Outfitters here to talk about one of the most common forms of truck nudity, driving around without any step bars, a rampant problem in Central Texas. Now, step bars do have their functional benefits. They save wear and tear on your back and your knees. They make it easy for your wife and your children to get in and out of your truck. But mostly, having step bars on your truck is just the decent thing to do. No one wants to look at your bare rocker panels. So help us end truck nudity and put some step bars on that truck. We have some great specials on either the black or the stainless steel chrome look. Check it out at createacommotion.com steps. Don't be part of the problem. Be part of the solution and help us end truck nudity at Pickup Outfitters. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. Hi, I'm Mark Stewart with Bird Colgen Ford. It's that time of year. It's football season, and Bird Colgen Ford is a proud supporter of the best high school football teams right here in Central Texas. BK Ford is proud to sell the number one truck in Texas, the F-Series truck, led by our leading rusher, the F-150, for 45 years in a row. Lock in your best price and rate right now by custom ordering your new F-150 today. Simple, easy, trusted, experience better at BK Ford. 
At Metro by T-Mobile, you can save more now that you need it the most. Get one line of unlimited 5G for just $40, period. Taxes and fees included. That's the lowest price in prepaid. Plus, choose from the largest selection of free 5G phones from brands you love, like Samsung. Switch now and save more, only at Metro. If congested, the fraction of users greater than 35 gigabytes per month may notice reduced speeds, and Metro customers may notice reduced speeds versus T-Mobile due to prioritization. Video streams in SD requires eligible port in. See store for details. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update, brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton, off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. Former Baylor head coach Matt Rule has become the first coaching casualty in the NFL this season. After a one-in-four start, the Carolina Panthers have fired Rule. The team still owes him over $40 million on a seven-year contract. The Chiefs outlasted the Raiders 30-29 on Monday Night Football. Kansas City is now 4-1, while the Raiders fall to 1-4. The Major League Baseball Divisional Series get underway today with the Braves hosting the Phillies at noon. Houston entertains Seattle at 2.30. Cleveland visits the Yankees at 6.30. And the Padres take on the Dodgers at 8.30. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time, weekday 7 to 9, is your first word in local sports. All right, 7.56, this is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. All right, let's go around the horn. Uh, you just heard Lark tell you the uh, the matchups, Philadelphia, Atlanta, Seattle, Houston, Cleveland, New York, San Diego, L.A. Those are the four games in the uh, divisional playoff series. Which one do you think is the most competitive, and which one are you in, in – Ward, which one are you most interested in? Uh, Cleveland, New York, most competitive. I want to see Houston advance. All right. Ryan? Uh, I'm with him on Cleveland, New York being the most competitive. I'm the most intrigued – by LA and San Diego because that's a you know that's a rivalry that you know LA has dominated mostly for the last five to ten years and you know, San Diego got a big big time win in the wild card against the Mets so I, I think they're going to give them everything they got I think it'll be a fun series you know that's an interesting point San Diego is one of those teams that has gotten hot at the end of the year as has Seattle Seattle's been one of those teams that's, you know, that's, you know, maybe playing their best baseball. Uh, Seattle, Houston, obviously, for obvious reasons, intriguing. And, uh, you know, uh, so is so is San Diego, L.A. I'm telling you right now, for selfish reasons, I want to see uh, it, I want to see Houston win and advance to the World Series. You know, it's Texas team. But if not, I would not be disappointed in a New York, L.A. Uh, World Series because uh, it'd it's be fun. Yankees, Dodgers, you know, New York, Brooklyn from from your. I would. I think it'd be kind of cool. So anyway, there you go. Dodgers uh, will be there. They're they're good. Yeah, and Dodgers will be there. Unbelievably, it's just they're going to match up against. You just you, you, so you're not afraid of a team getting hot and no. All right, I hope you're right. I mean, L.A. has really been a dominant team. When you've Start already to- announced that Kershaw is going to be your day two pitcher and not your day one, you got to feel pretty good about your chances. You like your opportunities? All right. So there you go. It is uh, the Dodgers in San Diego, New York and Cleveland, Houston and Seattle, and Atlanta, Philadelphia. Well, the Atlanta, Philadelphia thing is just going to get lost, isn't it? Unfortunately, but I mean, it, I think yeah. it will uh, in all these other matchups. So 
there's always that one. All right, 759. Uh, John's here. He's got today's Baylor Sports Beat. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor football gearing up for their Thursday night trip to Morgantown in a matchup with the West Virginia Mountaineers. We'll hear from six-year senior linebacker Bryson Jackson on the matchup straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. During Ram Power Days at Allen Samuels, our great selection of new cars and trucks come with amazing deals and competitive financing that makes you ask, why shop anywhere else? The new 2022 Ram trucks are designed to be durable, functional, and stylish. These legendary, award-winning trucks give you that first-class feel, luxurious leather trim seating options, exceptional legroom and storage, plus surround-view camera options you'd expect from a premium truck. Come see our selection today or browse online at allensamuelsdcj.com. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Want to be part of the action live when your Baylor Bears football team takes on the Oklahoma Sooners this fall? Visit BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau and register for the chance to win a trip to see Baylor take on Oklahoma in Norman on November 5th. One lucky winner and a guest will receive round-trip airfare, hotel accommodations, and tickets to the game. Register today at BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau. This exclusive experience is brought to you by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. Are you a proud Baylor fan? Do you love prizes? The Baylor Bold Rewards app allows fans to track their attendance across athletic events and earn rewards. Baylor Athletics wants to reward the most loyal fans, so register online today at BaylorBoldRewards.com or download the Baylor Bold Rewards app straight to your phone. Prizes this year are better than ever, so start earning your rewards points today and sign up for Baylor Bold Rewards. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Today is Tuesday on the calendar, but it is Thursday on the Baylor Football Game Week calendar with the Bears playing this Thursday in Morgantown against West Virginia. The open date for the Bears this past Saturday came after a loss to Oklahoma State at McLean Stadium prior to the break. Six-year senior linebacker Bryson Jackson says it's given the Bears more time to self-scout, to re-energize, and come out firing on all cylinders on Thursday. Uh, yes, uh, of course. Um, for the things that, um, that have showed up early in the season, um, it's given us an opportunity to pretty much get on early. Um, I think uh, facing adversity um, is a perfect it's a perfect time, especially when it happens early. So uh, you have time to kind of evaluate and uh, self-reflect and um, figure out uh, what road and uh, what steps we're going to take to become the, the team that we actually want to be and the ones that we set out to be for the for the season. So uh, this, I mean, the bye week and, and the and the early adversity, man, those are the big things for our, our unit and our team, especially with the, the maturity that we have. Um, we got a lot of young guys and we got a lot of older guys that um, that have been through it. So we just kind of want to get everybody on the same page and. We get our focus and, and our intentional intentionality as far as when it comes to uh, playing in games and in big games. That's Bryson Jackson, the sixth-year senior linebacker for the Bears out of Mansfield Lake Ridge High School. He and the Bears will be in Morgantown to take on West Virginia on Thursday evening. Our broadcast begins at 4 p.m. with the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show live from Morgantown. It's a 6 p.m. kickoff Thursday for the Bears and the Mountaineers. Baylor looking for its first win ever 
in Morgantown. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwood-Williams is hiring for CDL drivers pay averaging $92,000 annually and regional CDL drivers with pay averaging $94,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including paid vacation and flex time, medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply today at careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. That's careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. Sherwin-Williams is an equal opportunity employer including disability and veterans. This is Greg Hill, General Manager of Mission Golf Cars, the nation's number one easy-go golf car dealer. We are proud to announce the opening of our newest store in Waco, Texas, offering the full line of easy-go and Cushman vehicles for the golf course, the neighborhood, the beach, the farm, and industry. Mission Golf Cars has the knowledge and experience to handle all of your golf car needs from sales and service to leasing and rentals. But our true expertise is in our commitment to our customers' experience. Mission Golf Cars, now open at Bagby and Highway 6. Stop in today for a test drive or check us out at missiongolfcars.com. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. All right, 804, welcome back into the program. This is Game Time, your first word in sports. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us, and we're joined now by Wes Allison from the Heart of Texas Fair and Rodeo. Wes, good morning. How are you, buddy? Great. How about you? Doing great. We appreciate your time. Hey, let's start with with what I think is a cool cool device in this technology world. You guys got an app that gives you every piece of information you could possibly want. Talk a little bit about your app and and, and, and just you know where that came from. Yeah. So you know, it's one of those things that as we uh, try to try to upgrade the technology uh, with the events and and especially the fair and rodeo and and having that opportunity for folks to plug in so to speak and and be a part of that app then you know it's been great to uh develop that we we uh are, are appreciative of our host the uh waco convention center and and uh, the cvb and the tourism's uh folks over there because they they uh know how important that is and so we we too want to give it to you where you can do everything you want to do on the, at the fair and have it all in the palm of your hand as you know you can buy your tickets as you walk up on the app and so we hope it gives you that tool uh, for our customer that can uh, make the experience great. It's okay. So as far as the rodeo tonight, uh, we kind of switch gears, don't we? And go Texas Circuit Finals. Absolutely. You know, we finished the uh, PRCA permit finals for those first year contestants. It was an amazing rodeo. But uh, now it's kind of like uh, going from uh, Arena League to NFL, and uh, we're going to step up the game. And we're going to those guys that you'll see in Las Vegas in December and ladies. And uh, so it is uh, truly the best athletes in the business and the best animal athletes in the business will be competing for the next five days uh, to be ground champion of the Texas Circuit Finals and the Texas Shootout. And that's I think that's important to point out, Wes, is the, the stock uh, is certainly going to going to step up as well. Absolutely. You know, you uh, you talk about Texas stock contractors, those guys that provide those bulls and horses, uh, you know, to the NFR. Every, and nearly every animal that will be here is an animal that has been or will go to the NFR in its career. And, you know, that's a huge investment on the part of our stock contractors. You talk about a bucking horse that is not in his prime until he's six, seven, eight years old. And so you make an investment in him when he's uh, a year old 
and uh, you hope you make the right investment and those kind of things. And so it's great to have the, the top of the line, the Cullen Pickett's and Pickett Pro Rodeo, um, Stay Smith, Pete Carr, Sammy Andrews, bulls like bodacious that's way back in the day that everybody remembers and you know now you've got those ones that are the that they're just amazing in what they do and what they provide for our entertainment but ultimately those animals are athletes and they are treated like athletes um probably uh most of the time eat better than me and are, you know, <laughs> go to the doctor more than i do and take better care of than i am but uh, so it's great it, it we truly believe in and, and and love our animals and and, and love that animal athlete um, because we want them to, to perform at their peak as well. And, and again, uh, t- tell us a little bit about start times. And for those who don't have the app downloaded yet, start times, ticket information for, for what is it really a tre- tremendous rodeo? Well, yeah, so so rodeo start is 7 o'clock every night. What's cool about tonight is it's right on Cowboy Night. Um, and so what that means is you pay $25 at the gate and you get a carnival armband, and you also get rodeo for free. And so on other nights, if you buy a rodeo ticket for the balcony or box seat, then that includes your fairground admission, but it doesn't include that armband to ride the ride. So this is a great family night. It's a great way to kick off the circuit finals. The circuit finals itself run Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And then on Saturday, we're going to take the top eight contestants, and we are going to have them then uh, – compete for the texas shootout championship so it's great truly championship rodeo it's the same 12 contestants every night just like you see in the nfr so you want to come out follow those guys follow the team you like and and, and really uh, enjoy uh, five great nights of rodeo these last five nights of the fair and rodeo i know tonight uh, i think a couple of times tonight you got mutton busted and i think that is one of the fun events for for the the kiddos but it's also a fun event just to watch i think I think folks get a kick out of watching mutton busting. Absolutely. Well, you know, we all love mutton busting because, uh, you know, we can, I guess, uh, in, in the rodeo, uh, maybe not the rodeo business, but in the fair business, we can uh, see a kid get dumped on its head, but we're, you know, it, it's just like, okay, mom and dad, you know, let's go put uh, put our kiddo on a sheep, see if they can't go out there and ride it for uh, <laughs> six seconds and then turn around and come in the big arena because it's a qualifier. So over 300 uh, young people have competed in that or will have competed in that over the week of the fair or the 10 days. And then some of them will qualify to come to the, uh, to the big arena in the uh, extra co Coliseum. And then we'll crown a champion uh, on the last Sunday night for the whole entire heart of Texas fair and rodeo. The champion mutton buster will get a belt buckle just like the big kids do uh, in the big rodeo. Now, uh, this afternoon at around 4 o'clock, the uh, Wine and Beer Garden, sponsored by our friends right down the hallway at Shooter, uh, that opens at 4 o'clock. And you've got entertainment on on that stage, I think. Absolutely. We've got great local talent in that building uh, and there over there in the Wine and Beer Garden. Great folks uh, in there, great committee that runs that. It's truly a cool place to go and hang out, enjoy an adult beverage, and just, just, you know, enjoy the great music while you're watching those folks that uh, walk up and down the fairgrounds. And, uh, you know, that's a fun part of the fair, too, is just people watching. Wes, uh, anything else we need to know about tonight or, or the uh, remainder of the week as uh, you guys continue with the HOT Fair and Rodeo? Well, no doubt. Uh, one, we appreciate y'all's support, the, you guys over at ESPN and, and everybody else over there, like Shooter as well. And, you know, it, it is a great time. It is a community celebration. And remember, 
when you buy that uh, uh, ticket to admission or you buy that corn dog or you buy that turkey leg, um, you know, those proceeds go to help us give a half million dollars back to Central Texas in scholarships to our youth. Wes, as always, it is a pleasure. Continued success, and we appreciate your time this morning. Sounds good. Thank you. Have a great day. That's Wes Allison, President, General Manager of the uh, Heart of Texas Fair and Rodeo. Half a million bucks, dudes, uh, back into the community uh, in, in scholarship dollars, and that's kind of a cool thing. And and I know that you know we have a lot of those type things. The, um, the you got 4-H and FFA that put on a tremendous show in February uh with their show animals and in you know their scholarship dollars that are that are there and you know they then they auction those animals off there's so many people in this community that are that are always about giving back so kind of a cool thing uh it is 11 minutes after 8 8 11 here on espn central texas tom ward ryan we're glad you're with us as we we roll through uh this tuesday morning i i, I don't know how you guys feel but i mean you know it does this feel like Thursday to you? Because game day is Thursday night for for the Bears. No, <laughs> just just asking. I, you know, and again, I'm not going to lie to you. I told you at the top of the show, this, this throws you way off. It does. I'm all, <laughs> I'm all out of sync. I mean, you know, we started with Saturday. They had a press conference. I couldn't make it. Now I'm all discombobulated. I am. I'm all. I'm all, and and then we won't have a game again next Saturday. See, I just go by my schedule. I'm okay. You just follow your own little bouncing ball, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, I, 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 I can't do it. I, I mean, creature of habit. Here's what I do on Monday. Here's what I do on Tuesday. Quit throwing. And again, I love those Thursday night games when I can lay on the couch and do nothing and watch the game. Mm-hmm. But not when it's the one you're covering. I don't need Baylor playing on Thursday night. I need somebody else playing on Thursday night. It's a great night for football as long as it's not the team that we cover. I don't want it on Thursday. I want it on Saturday. And, oh, by the way, the Kansas game has already been set. It's an 11 a.m. kick. Mm-hmm. Pretty excited about that. That means we start at 7 a.m. out in Touchdown Alley. Good so, for you. Pretty excited about Welcome that. Welcome to the party. It, it's it's going to be our second one this year mm-hmm. that, that gets that 11 a.m. window. So, uh, I'll say this. <laughs> when when the game is done and we finish with post game and all that stuff, Mm-hmm. Then you can. Then you have a lot of time to watch other games, but getting it started after a Friday night, I, I need to find out where I'm at the the night before. <laughs> that has a lot to do with that 11 a.m. thing. Mm-hmm. Not, a, I'm not a big fan of the 11. I I like the 11 a.m. kick when they're on the road. <laughs> when, I'm, <laughs> when I'm not having to get up at five in the morning. <laughs> Like we do every morning around here. All right. Anyway, quit complaining. It's but I don't like the Thursday night thing. I'm just going to be honest with you because again, they're open. They're off the the Saturday before and the Saturday after, and it just throws me all out of sync. <sighs> you can go find a game to go to. Oh, I'm sure I can, and I'm sure I can find other stuff to do. But that's mm. not the point. The point is I'm I'm out of the routine of what we do. Mm. You know. Again, you go look at the notepad. I got a notepad that tells me, do this on Monday, do this. It's the same stuff. I don't need a notepad to tell me that, but I got to write it down. You like that old cow. I got, I mean, do you not, (laughs) is that not part of your deal? I've got to have notes to tell me what to do, even if I know that I'm doing the same thing every week. No. Go talk to Coach Lyndon Helt at 1115 on Tuesday morning. It's written down. You can go check. I believe you. And we 
we do it every week. <laughs> but I got to write it down, and then I got to mark it off the list when it's completed. <laughs> but not until it's completed. Okay. Like, I can't mark it off the list now because I haven't you done, done it. it yet. Yeah, but when I get back, I'll, I'll mark it off the list. Okay. So, strange stuff, I know. All right, uh, 8.15, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, and we are presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend of the car business, where you can check out the new 2022 Dodge Charger or Challenger. How about the 2022 Wagoneer Series 2 and 3? Or maybe, the oh, yeah, the big daddy of them all. The uh, the Ram 1500 Crew Cab Lone Star Edition. With that vehicle, by the way, you get $6,500 in total values or $1,750 bonus plus 2.9% for 72 months. And first responders get an additional $500, by the way. That's just some of the great deals going on now at at, uh, Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Again, a great selection of pre-owned cars and trucks and, and of course, an award-winning service department as well. You want to talk about big in the community? I guarantee you Ted Teague and Alan Samuels deep in the HOT and, and, uh, and all these other things that go on over there. They are, they are, they're, 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 they're givers. They give back to the community and this is one of the many things that they do at Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. They're at 201 West Loop 340. They're just down from Highway 84. And you can check them out online today or anytime at allensamuelsdcj.com. That's allensamuelsdcj.com. Allen Samuels, your friend in the car business. Recently on the John Moore Show. Stoke Field headed into the Baylor Athletics Hall of Fame. Get asked why it was the best team you played on. They, they, everybody thinks it was the 80 season because we won the Southwest Conference or the 79 because we won the Peach Bowl and beat a good Clemson team that would win the national championship a year or two later. But it really, you got to go back to the 78 team, which in my opinion was better talented than the 79 and 80. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. It's fall, school has started, pumpkin spice is everywhere, and football is finally back. The temperatures are dropping, and you think you have escaped summer's dreaded effects on your foundation. Then, you see it. Where did that crack come from? Wait, this door doesn't latch. Or, why doesn't this window open? Most people don't realize the full effects of summer soil movement until September or October. And the fall season is typically the busiest time of the year for foundation repair. Do you want your home in tip-top shape for the holidays? Do you want the topic at Thanksgiving dinner to be that big crack in your wall? Then you better call the doctor. He'll craft the best solution for you and your home and get you back on the level in no time. Call us today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Locally owned and operated, Automatic Chef Canteen is Central Texas' premier break room vending service provider. For over 50 years, Central Texas companies have relied on Automatic Chef Canteen for all their break room supplies. They offer micro markets, office coffee and tea service, breakfast, lunch, and dinner products, touchless vending, cashless payments, and innovative technology. Let Automatic Chef Canteen design a break room that fits your needs. 6900 Imperial Drive in Waco and at AutomaticChefCanteen.com. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. 
Find out why more Central Texas are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC. Nobody covers football in Central Texas like ESPN Central Texas. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. A story of first downs and second chances. Meet former pro football player Michael Robinson. I wanted to keep playing, but my feet hurt. And all those big league experts couldn't help? You have access to anything, but none of it worked. Finally, he got fitted with Goodfeet Arch Supports. Let me tell you something. They work. Now, he recommends Goodfeet to... Anybody. If you move, go to the Goodfeet store. Sign up for your free fitting at goodfeet.com. Stop by Goodfeet Waco, located at the Central Texas Marketplace, across from Lazy Boy. This is Jim Haller, proudly speaking for Redwoods Incorporated. My wife and I had been thinking about the need to replace our old Redwood deck for a couple of years, but just kept procrastinating because of the big hassle we thought the project would be. That was the case until one day I picked up the phone and called Greg Evans at Redwoods Incorporated. He was nice enough to come out to our home the next morning and talk to us about the options available. He suggested what we needed to do from the decking material to the railings to the lighting to an outstanding contractor. To make a long story short we said let's go for it and a week and a half later thanks to redwoods incorporated we had a beautiful new deck to enjoy and to make it even better the cost was less than we had budgeted redwoods incorporated exceeded our expectations if you have a project in mind and want the best in wood products and customer service go see greg or scott at redwoods incorporated conveniently located off north valley mills drive on esther street behind applebee's restaurant you'll be glad you did it's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced Leveling Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Mission Golf Cars, and Asco Equipment in Belton. Eight twenty-one, rolling along on a Tuesday morning. Glad to have you with us. John Morris at 3 with Josh Ludy today. Matt Mosley's up at 4. Right now, it's... <laughs> Stephanie's turn. Good morning. Morning. So I did my homework. You You did? Yeah. Yeah. The assignment was find out what city the World Series is played in this year. Well, look here, smarty pants. (laughs) You can't find that out because we don't know who's going yet. How long did that take you? Eight hours. (laughs) (laughs) I figured it out in the middle of the day and I walked, remember I walked back on like smarty pants. Yeah, but, you did. But on an, I forgot that we'd even given that assignment out. I follow directions. <laughs> Ward, Ward, for those who weren't listening, Ward yesterday told Stephanie to go find out what city the uh, World Series was going to be played in. And yeah, Ward. Stephanie mm-hmm. research, just has, mm-hmm. researched it for eight hours. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. It's, I, I think it'll be at the Yankees. You think it'll be at the Yankees? Or 100 miles or more. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, speaking of the World Series, do you yeah? know, do you know what an average ticket sells for? 
I'm going to say four fifty. Seven eighty eight. Seven hundred and eighty eight dollars. I think that's just in the nosebleeds. That's very inexpensive. It could go up to fourteen thousand. Mm. Okay, get this little yeah. fact for you. Seven million bags of peanuts will be eaten during the World Series. Boy, the people in Gorman, Texas are smiling from ear yes, to ear, are. aren't they? Do they have peanuts in Gorman, Texas? No, they have watermelons. Well, then why did you say they'd be smiling? <laughs> wow. <laughs> and here's the question I have. Do peanuts... <laughs> wow. Do they, <laughs> I'm just saying. Do peanuts grow on a tree or in the ground? You've never seen a, a peanut tree? Again, wow. No. I've seen an Stop almond it. tree. Huh? Almonds grow on a tree. Absolutely. But I've never seen... They got seen a cousin's called the peanut. They are not cousins. They're Yes, they, they are. Almonds they, a nut. They're peanut. all nuts. They're all nuts. Y'all are all nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Three million hot dogs will be eaten during the World Series. Have you ever seen a hot dog tree? <laughs> no. I know hot dogs come from pigs. That's okay. a lot of pigs. Three million pigs. Hang on. Wait a minute. Hey, time out. Stop. <laughs> one pig does not make one hot dog. I just thought I'd pass that along. It doesn't? No. Are you- <laughs> All right. How many hot dogs are in a pack? 12? Does that mean 12 depends hot dogs Depends on what size coming- pack you buy. Yeah. Well, then it probably depends on what size pig you have. No. Ugh. To make hot dogs. Do you even know what a hot dog is? Yes, I had you, one. You don't want to know. Just keep moving on. I know. On. <laughs> it is gross. Okay. How much beer do you think will be drank, drunk, consumed? A hundred or more. <laughs> Good answer, Tom. <laughs> Six million beers. Now, how do they know this? The internet. Oh. Well, of course. <laughs> Sorry for asking. You ask? How dare you? Yeah, Ward. What, Ryan? I'll, I'll back us up here a little bit. Here uh, we go. The, per pig. So the average pig can make around 122... 120 hot dogs per pig. Per uh, pig? It, it said it depends on the size, but average 120 hot dogs can be made from one 120 pig. 120 hot dogs from a pig. That's unbelievable. So we'll have to do the math on that I need one. to go to the pig farm. You also get pork chops and bacon. And, well, I do mm-hmm. know that. I do know that, but 120 so, hot dogs. So that's exactly 25,000 pigs making 3 million hot dogs. Where did I find 25,000 pigs? At the farm. At the pig About farm. About five miles down the road, probably. Yeah. <laughs> in, in Tom's backyard. I got them. <laughs> Your neighbor's yard. All right. What team, here it is. What team, okay, fans, the fans. What baseball fans drink the most beer? Milwaukee. You would think that. Cleveland. No. Chicago White Sox drink more beer than mm. any other baseball fan. If you had to live in Chicago, you'd drink beer, too. Well. Wow. They, on average, drink 4.2 beers a game, averaging $46. What? Hang on. Averaging what? $46 on average at a at a White Sox game. They drink 4.2 beers. Oh, okay. And it averages around $46. So, what is that? like? That point two thing. $10 a beer plus tax? Yeah. I, I would oh, think. look. I got that one right. Yeah. <laughs> I would think the tax is built in. And then the last thing I have... Hot dogs, right? We're on hot dogs. Mm-hmm. Do you know what the MLB's hot dog of choices? Nolan Ryan, Decker, Nathan's, Nathan's. All right, Nathan's. they they are the ones that host the the hot dog eating yes. contest. Yeah. Yep, so it, it's in they're not my favorite. They're not. Why? They they're, they're okay. They don't taste like a good pig. Mm. 
So They're did spicy. you ever find out what city the the World Series is going to be played in? I just told you that. We don't know yet. If it's the Yankees and the Dodgers, it'll go L.A., New York. What city? New York City. New York City, right? No, Syracuse. Really? I don't know. It's just New York. Their city. I don't know. They're in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. There you go. It's New York City. That's a borough, by the way. A borough of New York City. So it goes back and forth. Oh, it does? Mm -hmm. All right. So if... Houston went, you know, gets there. It'll go Houston, whoever. Who 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 could they potentially play Houston? Let's say Houston gets there. Who who are who are the? They could they could potentially play the Phillies. Uh huh. The Braves. Uh huh. The Padres. Uh huh. Or the Dodgers. That's it. it yes. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> don't confuse me. They couldn't potentially play <laughs> Cleveland. I don't what. They could play Cleveland if they win. Mm-mm. No? Chicago? Yeah, no, Cleveland. Or they could play the Yankees. Yeah. Mm-mm. In the World Series. No. No, they'd have to play each oh, other. Oh, gotcha. All right, all right. That's all you got for me today. Y'all go find me well a done. farm. <laughs> well done. So how, how many pigs make a, make a, how many hot dogs make a pig? Uh, can you get out of a pig? 120. You didn't let was me answer, I, Was Ryan. I looking at you? A hundred and twenty, depending on the size of the pig. Well, of course, size does matter, doesn't it? That's what I. That's what I say. Easy. (laughs) Eight twenty-eight. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. uh, Go sell something. The Baylor Coaches Show this Wednesday from seven to eight p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. Join us for our next Baylor Coaches Show coming up on Wednesday. We'll hear from Baylor men's basketball coach Scott Drew and head football coach Dave Aranda. Tune in to the Baylor Coaches Show Wednesdays at 7 this fall here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. And MLS number 746474. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us. Don't miss out on the Fiesta Mexalicious specials going on now at La Fiesta in Waco. From Fiesta fried ribs tossed in honey chipotle barbecue sauce drizzled with chipotle mayo to the all-new Lotez Esquites jalapeno roasted corn. Plus our new Berea menu. Exquisite savory dishes full of culture and tradition like the all-new Berea enchiladas. And don't forget about their all-new fried ice cream topped with chocolate caramel sauce. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Located on Franklin Avenue in Waco. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. 
Baylor football on ESPN Central Texas. Jennifer Grant Family Dentistry has been practicing dentistry in Waco for 23 years. Her caring staff prides itself on having over 135 combined years of dedication to creating healthy, beautiful smiles. Jennifer Grant DDS offers all aspects of dentistry, general cosmetic, preventative, and whitening, and there's no need to be afraid of the dentist. Jennifer Grant DDS offers non-IV sedation. New patients are welcome, and most insurance plans are accepted. Jennifer Grant Family Dentistry, where you'll be treated like family. JenniferGrantDDS.com. Call today. Are you opening a new business? Think about remodeling or painting your home? Grant Goss Contracting is a fully insured painting company that offers quality workmanship at affordable prices for commercial and residential projects. They are locally owned and operated, business servicing the Central Texas area since 1984. Contact Chris Goss at Chris at GGCWACO.com and check them out on Facebook. Grant Goss Contracting is proud to support Waco ISD and the Waco High Lions. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. Former Baylor head coach Matt Rule has become the first coaching casualty in the NFL this season. After a one in four start, the Carolina Panthers have fired Rule. The team still owes him over $40 million on a seven year contract. The Chiefs outlasted the Raiders 30-29 on Monday Night Football. Kansas City is now 4-1, while the Raiders fall to 1-4. The Major League Baseball Divisional Series get underway today with the Braves hosting the Phillies at noon. Houston entertains Seattle at 2.30. Cleveland visits the Yankees at 6.30. And the Padres take on the Dodgers at 8.30. Baylor Women's Basketball and the Tip-Off Club will have the annual Welcome Back Dinner tonight at 5.30 at the Farrell Center. The dinner is free and open to the public. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game Time is brought to you by Big Boys Record Service in Robinson. Good feed in the Central Texas Marketplace. And Texas Truck Love of Waco. Eight thirty-two. I, I I hate that I'm going to do this, but I'm going to circle back around to what we were just talking about with Stephanie. Can't believe I'm doing that, but here we go. Uh, do you ha- honestly, seriously, do you have a favorite food at at the ballpark? Hot dog. Do you? Yeah, I, I think the hot dog is is the go-to. Oh, now I like I like nachos at the there ballpark. There you go. For me, it is nachos, and I'm going to tell you right now. They, and I don't, and I don't know in the new ballpark if they do it anymore. But they used to sell an ice cream sandwich called the Big Kahunta at the old one. No, I haven't seen it. Oh in a while. mercy! I will say, if I do go to a Ranger game mm-hmm. instead of the hot dog, if it's Dollar Dog Night, I'll go hot dog just because you can't pass Dollar. it up. Yeah, <laughs> but it's 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 the foot long corn dog at on the third base corner that oh yeah I, I absolutely love. Oh. I, I mean, I I the, am not every ballpark has that. No, no. Now I mean, and I like Dodger dogs. I've been to L.A. and had the Dodger dog. That's a good go. My brothers had that. I, I think you have to. I think it's a rule. Uh but I'm telling you right now, the nachos at the ballpark with uh, jalapenos. Nope. Not doing it, huh? Mm-mm. I'll messy. do the nachos, but I'm not going to do the jalapeno. Oh. I, see, and I gotta, ha- I gotta have the jalapeno. I mean, the the nachos before the game. As soon as we get there, I order it because it's a little messy, mm-hmm. and I got to get cleaned up <laughs> and get it all off my shirt <laughs> before the game starts. And during the game, it's got to be when a guy comes around, or I got to run to the 
to the ice cream stand and find some ice cream. Yeah, and I'm not a big fan of the dots, but sometimes you got to go with the the dipping dots because I can't find no, what I'm looking I for. I don't like I, those at all. I, I mean, either, but I mean, I'm going to have go, some ice cream it, it, at the ballpark. Go for the ice cream sundae and the batting helmet. Yeah, I get that, but if if you could find the big kahuta, all you got to do is take the wrapper off of it and go to town. You don't have to have us. I haven't s- seen an ice cream sandwich at the ballpark and. Oh, they used since, to do, since it used to be at the old turnpike. What, well, oh no, I I have yeah. Uh, it, they they sold one called the Big Kahuta, and it was big and it was good. And I'm thinking, okay, there you go. You got your soft drink, you got your nachos, and then you got your Big Kahuta. You can't go wrong. Now and again, I you know, uh, the and pret- I do like a bag of peanuts at yeah, the ballpark. I agree. And uh, Corey says, is this the same research she used for the price of beer per location? Yes, Corey, it is. (laughs) Unfortunately, Uh, he's spot on. It it wouldn't have worked for us, Grumpy, but uh, Grumpy says peanuts aren't nuts. They are beans. Like a coffee bean, huh? How about that? There you go. And uh, should I do the other one? Yeah, why not? No, they're not like coffee. I think they're like. No, I know. Like green beans, the same family as green beans, but because the pod in them. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do. I'm going to skip. Go that ahead, one. No, go ahead. This is a lot of wiener talk from Stephanie. <laughs> 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 anyway, there you go. Eight thirty six. Game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, again, uh, Baylor and West Virginia coming up on uh, on Thursday night, three o'clock for our little. What are we going to call it? A little pre pregame or just get you set up, get you rolling? Tailgate show. No, we, it's not a, we're going to be over at Buffalo Wild Wings. Ah. And, but you want to talk about a great food item for a sporting event. You Wings. Everybody loves mm-hmm. wings because you got so many different potential sauces. And did you know at Buffalo Wild Wings, here's a little plug for them, and, uh, they got over 50 televisions in that facility how about that they got about 12 or 13 out on that porch i love that that porch by the way because it's a little quieter and they've got about 13 tvs i think it's 13 that's where we normally set up to do our broadcast from over there and i think they got about 13 tvs over there it is pretty cool so uh ward and i will be there at three o'clock uh, on uh on Thursday, and then uh, that will lead into the uh in kind of filling in for the john moore show john's a little busy with the pregame show uh, with Derek and, and everybody starting at 4 o'clock. So, but John has, has said that if everything works out, he'll check in with us from Morgantown. Uh, get, maybe get a weather update and latest injury report or something like that. So we'll have that with John coming up uh, on Thursday. So we'll do that, and then at 4 o'clock it is the pregame show, and then uh, 6 o'clock they'll kick it off for Baylor and West Virginia. And I, again, for me, I think I think this is a big game for both teams for different reasons. I, I, for West Virginia, I, I think they've got their back up against the wall. I think they're painted into a corner. Well, they're just not very good. Bottom line. Well, they they, they can play, but they're not very good. They're not consistent. I'll tell you that. No, for, they're not. And, they're absolutely not. There's no reason. Even though it's a tough place to play and it's going to be Thursday night, there's no reason Baylor should not go in there and dominate West Virginia. Dominate? Yeah. All right. I think they're that much better a football team. And they very well may be. 
But then you look up and, and you know. But the atmosphere and the and the location and everything, that's going to have something to do with it. I get all that. But you got a pass go right through a wide receiver's hands into the hands of the pit defender who returns it for a touchdown. Instead of winning, you lose. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's one of their losses. That I mean, they've been. I know, but they're just not a very overall. They're not a very good. I just Wasn't it Virginia Tech they went and thumped around pretty good on the road? They played them very well, and they, they won the game. I don't think they thumped them around. I have to look up the score. Anyway, uh, that'll be a – again, I the one thing you don't want to do is drop two in a row and, and drop to 500 if you're Baylor. Uh, what was the, the Virginia Tech score? 33-10. Yeah. And that was played in Blacksburg. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and it also – they pulled away late in that ballgame. A couple of turnovers late in the ballgame gave them that advantage. It was pretty close in the fourth quarter. But on the road, yeah, I don't know. It's just it's still not a good football team. And they've got and, – and, again, right now, they've got a ton of injuries, and they've got some – their running back I don't think is going to play. Yes. No, he's out. He's out. He's been ruled out. So, there you go. Uh, Dave Aranda was asked at the, uh, at the weekly press conference, held Saturday, by the way, uh, about um, w- would you like to go into a bye week with a win or a loss? I think you always want to go in with a win, don't you? I mean, who who's who wants to go in with a loss? Does no, it serve a, you better with a loss? I don't think so. I don't know why somebody would ask that question. So anyway, here, Dave Aranda talking about the bye week. I think the um, when you go off with a loss, you really have to kind of sit in it, and um, I think it really makes you it really makes you see kind of the parts the parts and the places and the um, the things that you would you would you would otherwise choose not to see, and so I think it's all good. And I think um, you know using it for the good is really the the other is the other big issue. And so um, I think one taking the time to be in the moment and and really see the the ugly things and the things that need fixing, which is true everywhere, not just for us, but to really hone in on that. And then to to correct it, to teach it, and to do it in a way that um, that uh, you know um, holds an integrity with with the people you're working with, and builds them up as opposed to tear them down. That's a whole other. And so that's been us, you know, this last couple of days. And so I'm proud of how we've approached it. See, I think he answered the the question the way I think most coaches would answer the question. You don't want to lose, but if you do lose, you learn and build from it. And that, I think, has been their their plan and their goal uh, this week with the open week. And then, uh, then, you know, now it's time to prep for, you know, put that one in the rearview mirror and prep for West Virginia. Most of the time, Ward, you guys uh, in the coaching profession, whether you win or whether you lose, you put it in the rearview mirror and go get ready for the next one. But on a bye week, you, you can – pump the brake a little bit and have a little self-evaluation and look back and, you know, good, bad, and indifferent and, and, and kind of turn the and, – and, and take your time in turning the page. I, I don't – yes and no, because I think you, you look at that game the same way you look at any game, put it behind you, and forget about it. For the bye week, I like to go back just to fundamentals. Let's block, let's tackle, uh, let's, let's catch the football – Let's do the fundamental things. You get an opportunity because you don't get to do those all the time. You don't ever get to refresh those muscle memory 
things that you need to have in in the game of football. So in the bye week, it, it's time to go back to those muscle memory things and just do the basics and not not really start installing or worrying about what you did and what you need to correct. Just go back to playing the game of football, and then when you come back in, say on that Saturday for like the workouts that they did, that's when you start your install and getting ready for the next game. In this case, on a Thursday night. So uh, for me, it's always let's let's go back to the basics. Let's not worry about you know what we did in the, in the previous weeks. Not worry about what's coming up in the next weeks. Let's just worry about us and do some self evaluation and get better this week as a pure football player. And and I get that, but it seemed that this week that Baylor kind of locked in on uh, veteran leadership, maturity, uh, get past the complacency of maybe a year ago. They they did some of the mental stuff as well, and, and maybe less of the physical stuff early in the bye week. And I guess, you know. I mean, you can do it either way, any way you want to do it. I mean, it, it, you know, each coach has a different approach, and, you know, he felt like that that – was something that he needed to get taken care of. For me, it's, hey, we're, we're going to get after each other's rear end for about three or four days. All right, uh, 843, and again, it's Thursday night. It's Baylor and West Virginia, and it's right here on ESPN Central Texas. We are uh, presented by Alan Samuels this morning and brought to you in part by Morrison's Gifts. You know, it's it's October. It's time. I mean, it's time to start thinking about Christmas, those Christmas gifts, and you're thinking, well, no, it's not. Yes, it is. If, if you want to, you know, kind of, have that Christmas kind of to yourself. I mean, if you want to go to the parties and, and uh, you know, do the decorating and, and all of the fun stuff that's, you know, that's not shopping related, the non-shopping things, and, and not worry about it, go ahead and do the shopping now and put it, uh, put it, to, uh, put it on the, uh, the Morrison's layaway program. They offer a tremendous layaway program where you can spread those payments out and uh, and be a hero at the holidays and you know you can get wrapped up whenever you want to so uh there you go choose from john hart and consuela bags totes and purses they've got uh, jelly cat plush animals and well over 70 other lines of gifts and gourmet items and guys they're gonna de- they're going to um they're not going to decorate but they'll decorate your package it's called wrapping <laughs> they'll wrap <laughs> <laughs> they well, they may decorate your house if you know if you ask them nicely, but uh, they'll uh, they'll they'll uh, they'll wrap it for you, and, uh, and it's absolutely free. And of course, they can they can send it anywhere. I mean, if you need it sent to uh, to Syracuse, New York, they'll do that for you. You know, what, whatever you need. So they're there to work with you. It's a locally owned business doing doing the things that that locally owned businesses do. They they go the extra mile to take care of their of their, their friends and their family and everybody in, in the community is a friend or, you know, family member. It's just the way it works. That's that's the approach at, at Morrison's Gifts. It's a Baylor alumni-owned business. Uh, great folks. Been doing this a long time. And, of course, they're at the corner of Waco Drive and Valley Mills Drive. That is right next to Jason's Deli. It's Morrison's Gifts. Check them out today. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Wednesday at my local grocery store is $5 sushi day. Aaron, are you a sushi guy? Negative. There's an awesome invention called fire, and it does a really great job of cooking things and making them taste uh, great and killing yeah. bacteria and parasites and things that raw food yeah. may contain. No, it's kind of fun to say those things when a guy's just told you he can <laughs> soup some sushi. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. 
Security Bank of Crawford offers the citizens of Bell, Bosque, Coriel, and McLennan counties competitive rates on a variety of commercial and consumer deposit accounts, plus certificates of deposits in ranges of 30 days to five years. And Security Bank of Crawford is also here for commercial, consumer, and real estate loans. So if you live in Bosqueville, China Spring, Clifton, Crawford, Evant, Oglesby, Prairie Chapel, or Valley Mills, do yourself a favor and check out the friendly employees at Security Bank of Crawford. Member FDIC and Equal House. Lender. Hello, Central Texas sports fans. Matt Mosley from the Matt Mosley Show here at ESPN Central Texas. Do you suffer from occasional lower back pain, knee pain, shoulder pain? I know I do. I had neck pain after breaking my neck in a cycling accident. What did I turn to? RX 300 Topical Pain Cream. Uh, they have an unbelievable offer right now. Buy one, get one free. Go to the website, reliefandrecovery.com. Enter the offer code GAMETIME. That's reliefandrecovery.com. Enter GAMETIME. RX 300 Topical Pain Cream was developed by double board certified and fellowship trained pain management physicians. Trusted by both medical professionals, athletic trainers, also good for arthritis relief, carry your gym, or travel bag. Simply rub the cream on affected areas as needed. Limited time offer. Go to the website, reliefandrecovery.com. Enter the offer code GAMETIME for your buy one, get one free tube of RX300 Topical Pain Cream. Baylor football, Cowboy football, Waco football, Central Texas football, ESPN, Central Texas. Does your truck need some love? At Texas Truck Love, they love your truck as much as you do. They're Waco's only authorized installer of catskin leather and the best in the industry, Aaliyah Leather, as well as the best source of hard-to-find original manufacturer parts. Unlike the other shops in town where interiors take the back seat to accessories and tent, Texas Truck Love specializes in interiors. They offer a wide variety of services, including OEM, seat repair, new leather upholstery, and aftermarket accessories, all at competitive prices. Texas Truck Love is just a Texas two-step away, located at 4793 South University. University Parks Drive. Check them out at texastrucklove.com or give them a call 254-313-2946. That's 254-313-2946. And ask about their financing options. Remember, Texas Truck Love loves your truck as much as you do. Buy more, save more. This is true for tractors, too. At WC Tractor, we have ready-to-go new Kubota tractor packages, which include the most commonly used attachments. Along with a Kubota tractor, you will leave with a loader and box blade for dirt work, a cutter to take care of your fields, and a trailer to haul it all. Think of all the jobs you can get done with a new Kubota tractor package. Come on by any of our locations or visit us online at wctractor.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. Former Baylor head coach Matt Rule has become the first coaching casualty in the NFL this season. After a 1-4 start, the Carolina Panthers have fired Rule. The team still owes him over $40 million on a seven-year contract. The Chiefs outlasted the Raiders 30-29 on Monday Night Football. Kansas City is now 4-1 while the Raiders fall to 1-4. The Major League Baseball Divisional Series get underway today with the Braves hosting the Phillies at noon. Houston entertains Seattle at 2.30. Cleveland visits the Yankees at 6.30. And the Padres take on the Dodgers at 8.30. 
Baylor Women's Basketball and the Tip-Off Club will have the annual Welcome Back Dinner tonight at 5.30 at the Farrell Center. The dinner is free and open to the public. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag on Game Time. All right, day 50, 10 away from 9. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Did you catch... The interview the other day, or maybe maybe, maybe even is, is yesterday. I, I can't remember. Uh, Ron Rivera being t- uh, asked about uh, why the Eagles are five and zero, why the Cowboys and the Giants are four and one, why everybody in the East is kind of pulled away from Washington. Did you see that interview? Did you hear that I, interview? I I saw snippets of it, but I didn't get to see all of it. I didn't, and I didn't pay a whole lot of attention to it. Now he. <laughs> And I don't want to go too far, but he basically said that they've had poor quarterback play and inconsistent quarterback play. It, he's not wrong. I mean, but he went and got Carson Wentz, so that's on him. Well, Alex Smith was asked about it last night on the pregame show. Did you hear his comments? I missed the pregame show, but listen to this. You're Carson Wentz today. How you feeling? Uh, Susie, I'm not going to lie. I have a really hard time watching that. And when I heard it, I couldn't believe it. Um, I'm not here to defend Carson Wentz. He's had a you know a tumultuous career and ups and downs. And uh, but this is a defensive head coach that uh, is absolutely driving the bus over his quarterback. And I just want to I just want to read some stats out there for everybody just to realize Carson Wentz is fourth in the NFL in passing. The only guys ahead of him are Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, and Tom Brady. This is a defense that is 26th in the NFL in scoring, giving up points. Oh, and they're also 28th in rushing offense. So. I, the, the, the blame has got to be spread around. This is a team sport. It is the ultimate team sport. And how a head coach can stand up there in front of the media and usher one word, and it's quarterback. Uh, I, I, I. The only thing, I, everything you said is right. And a defensive head coach, you have to answer for that side of the ball. The only thing I'll add to that is he was asked a question, and he gave the answer. And, and for us, we get to react at that little snippet or whatever, and we get it. Carson Wentz hasn't played back, but there's a lot to fix in Washington, namely the defense. That's my point. That, uh, yeah. it, <laughs> especially when you have 1,700 first-round picks up front of your defensive <laughs> line, and they sure. aren't getting to the quarterback and playing that well. you got first-round pick and linebacker. All those guys have to play better, but quarterbacks get the credit. Coaches included. I mean, everybody's in it together. And, and they they got to get better. Blame also too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> quarterbacks get the credit. Quarterbacks get the blame. Coaches get the credit. Coaches get the blame. And if you go back and listen to Rivera's answer, he also says that at times that he's played really, really well. Uh, he, he didn't just trash him and toss him. But you, you rarely hear that in, in that arena. But uh, it, it, boy, it uh, Alex Smith certainly took exception to it. And I thought that was an interesting reply in response. Well, and sometimes you do those things on purpose to motivate your quarterback. Yeah. And I don't have a problem with it. Well, they're, they're big boys. They're paid, you know, to, to perform. And maybe the defense. That's why I don't have a problem with yeah, it. Yeah, maybe the defense is 26th in the NFL. But does that have anything to do with the quarterback not playing well? Aren't they individual no, but observations? I, it means look, there's a lot of problems. Carson Wentz is trash. Bottom line. Well, he's on his fourth team, right? He's trash. Oh, golly, you're tough on people. Trash. He's trash. He's terrible. Then why does he keep getting a job? I don't know. He's on his fourth (laughs) team. I don't know. Somebody's. He's awful. (laughs) No, he's trash. (laughs) Both. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh boy all right that's gonna do it for us this morning i, I just I, th- I just thought the alex smith thing was you know boy he w- he went you know as a quarterback he went charging to the uh charging to the defense of carson wentz mm-hmm. he said carson wentz is fourth in the league in passing okay there's only three other guys ahead of him whatever maybe what what if that was a top 10 defense? where is he on wins <laughs> That's what matters. Yeah. See, but you that, can throw for five million miles. If you don't win, it doesn't matter. And that has always, and I'm gonna be honest, that has always bothered me when when we talk about quarterbacks, wins and losses. Last time I checked, there's 52 other dudes on the team. Fair or unfair, they get all the blame and they get all the credit. I get that, but I don't think it's right. Do you? Well, I I think it's it it's the voc- focal point of your football team. Yeah, and that's fine. I don't have a problem with it. But again. I don't need all your stats. I need W's. Yeah, I get it. But, you know, I remember one year where, yeah, never mind. <laughs> 855, we got to get out of here. Uh, we'll see you in the morning at 7 on ESPN Central Texas.